Welcome back to Wayland TV News. Members of the service had a very busy week. They received the first ever recorded demo of I Don't Love You to hear first before it gets sent off to mixing and mastering. I Don't Love You is one of five written, recorded, and produced tracks for the very first time entirely by the band in the Desert Studio. Every Waylon Wednesday, a brand new song will be released to the service. Service members have also been voting every day on the next upcoming single. Slave and How Long came down to very close numbers with How Long as the ultimate winner. How Long will be released to all streaming platforms with a full-length music video on Christmas Day. This is the ultimate counting down the days to Friday night. The service is Wayland's all-inclusive membership community. It's Warrior Headquarters, where you get to listen, stream, vote, buy, and ask first. Receive access to over 40 unreleased demos and songs, two full-length performances a month you can't get anywhere else, access to Sunday Service, a monthly live video chat with the band where nothing's off-limits, in addition to a full lyrical database, photo, and video archive. You receive all of this plus access to tickets, VIP packages, and exclusive merchandise for only $9.99 a month. Speaking of merchandise, the whaleintheband.com slash merch shop is packed with holiday packages. Full-length discographies, holiday bundles, and more are over 40% off. The original Get a Little Booty Shorts, Get a Little Tractor Girl t-shirt, and Not Going Down Without a Fight hoodie are all back in stock by popular demand and Thursday Request Live request. Trucker hats are 50% off and Joshua Tree shirts have just recently been reduced. A Wayland in-home private streaming concert, Meditation with Mitch, or Guitar Hero Hang with Philip is also ready and available to add to your list for holiday shopping. This has been Alyssa Hoffman with Wayland TV News. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Finding Our Way, the official podcast of the band Wayland. This episode, visual artist and muralist Kiptoe. Please give a Wayland Warrior welcome to your hosts, Mitch Arnold and Philip Volinsky. Welcome, 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 Wayland Warriors and listeners across the world to the Finding Our Way podcast. Welcome in, welcome back. We are live, well, we're not live for you, I guess, we're just live for us. We're live right now. Yep. Living. Alive. Here in the- Fuck it, we'll do it live. <laughs> <laughs> we're here in the uh, in the desert studio in Joshua Tree, California with one of our, our newest friends. Um, it's funny because he's a friend of ours. I'm the number one subscriber uh, in his fan club, <laughs> so it works out really well. Uh, I think he goes by Kipto, right? That's, That's me. The artist known as Kipto. Yes, currently and previously, and okay. probably soon after this as well. Yeah, even even when people, by the time they hear this, you'll still be known as Kipto. Yeah, probably, hopefully. Yeah. That's now, longevity right there. That's what I'm trying to go for. That's, That's branding. It. Yeah, one on one right there. <laughs> well, yeah, That's good. Um, so, do we are we allowed to say your real name? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, okay, so it's not a secret. Yeah, it's on my website. If you look, you know, it's there. Okay, can we just blurt it out right now? Uh, can we just say it? it? Okay, we're hanging out with our friend Matt. Whoa, oh, it feels so good. Gosh. Boom, with two T's. <laughs> That's right. Hopefully, not uh, Max. Not no, no. anything else that people mix it up with. It's probably one of the most common names, but people still get it wrong. No do way. Do they really? Like, hey, my name is Matt. Oh, Max. No, the two T's, like St. Matthew. I'm a saint. That's right, you are. Yeah. My brother's name is Matthew, so. Right, hell yeah. The The name is very familiar to me. That's, your parents call you Matthew? Uh, when I'm in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they need to talk to you some about something serious like Matthew. Uh, Christmas is That's coming. when I get called Philip. Right. For sure. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. So in case, uh, for anyone out there listening, if you can't tell by his strong accent... <laughs> Kipto is from New Hampshire, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I actually, I, I joke that it's strong because it's not strong. 
But I do hear it come out the more I get to know you. Okay. I When I first met you, I did not know what kind of accent that you had. I could not put my finger on it. It didn't... Mitch didn't. is like, that dude's definitely from Australia. Yeah, I, had, <laughs> I, no, I mean, so. honestly, I thought that you were from not America. I've heard that, too. Really? Yeah, yeah I really wow. did. I thought that you... Uh, yeah, we're not from USA. That's crazy. And um, I was surprised to find out that you were from New Hampshire because I didn't hear that in your voice at all. Huh. Well, to well, me, I definitely heard like the the um, similarities between the guys in the band Prospect Hill. Ah, uh, that's you know, gotcha. there's some friends of ours that we've toured with. I've told you about them. Yeah, and they're they they play at a, they actually just had their Halloween show at uh, Wally's in New Hampton Beach. Have you heard of it? <laughs> it's not New Hampton Beach. It's, it's not? Hampton Beach. Oh, I thought it was New Hampton Beach. Uh, no. There's nothing new about it? Uh, it's in New Hampshire. Oh, it's, yeah, but it's not New Hampton Beach. It's just I don't know why Hampton I call it Beach. that. I don't, I don't pretty, know. It's a pretty rad place, though. Great it spot to be as a teenager. See, sure. we're always there in the winter. We've never gone there when it's uh, like dude, brutal it's in the summer. It's brutal like in the winter. It's like Venice Beach times three. It's really? huge. And they have this giant boardwalk. You can walk for miles. You get all the cool fried dough. Mm-hmm. You get, all, you know, see all the like tourist chicks shops with their and, titties out, and mm. like there's there's so much. Mitch, cool. all your favorite things. Yeah. yeah, that is. It really is. There's like, like when I was a kid, we would go there and just hang out all day, just walk up and down the boardwalk, and you know they have. I don't remember if it's Salisbury, which is the one in Massachusetts, but one of them lets you have boogie boards, and one of them doesn't let you have boogie boards. Can't remember. What's with the no boogie boards? Why would anyone have? Why would they discriminate? Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I don't remember. Probably just to make it safe. I just remember. Just is a boogie board a thing in the water or is it a thing on the land? Uh, it's like a little styrofoam board. You that's like, what I thought. Wired the ride the waves with. Yeah. I wonder you why bo- that would be a problem. Those waves. Maybe, Maybe they just want to like designate it for swimming. Maybe. I remember one beach was kind of lame and one beach was pretty rad. But it depends on what you're in the mood and for. You know? Well, if you're in the mood to boogie, the rad <laughs> one, obviously. <laughs> Have you ever been to Wally's? Uh, what is that? Which is in Hampton Beach. It's, it's a, a venue. It's yeah. like a big oh. club, nightclub, club, uh, bands bar. play. Probably. I think I saw the white stripes there, or the white tees. One of the plain white tees. Plain white tees. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey there, Delilah. Delilah. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yep. I think I saw that. You'll never catch Jack White singing that song. No, you won't. He's like he's like shunning me right now. How dare you? <laughs> like, no, I'm he not. He does listen to this tees. podcast. He's a big fan. I'm sure he does. So, yeah. uh, sorry, Jack. <laughs> so, dude, tell us about. I mean, we're all here in the desert now, but you left New Hampshire. You've traveled the whole world, uh, and we haven't even got to explain to the listeners yet what you do. Yeah, stuck on Hampton Beach, man. Yeah. Anyway, New Hampton yeah. Beach. Excuse me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I grew up in New Hampshire, and uh, I was always like a artist. I've always been fascinated with making stuff. It's like my comfort zone is always making things. Like as a kid, I was growing up in the backyard, like uh, my imaginary friends in the in the woods, like playing games, or like I'd force my brother to play with me, or like the next door neighbor. We'd get together and do stuff, and then we'd all, we'd go out to the the corner store we get the spinner rack we get like all the comic books and we'd like just geek out on that stuff and uh i'd always have a a passion for art or like anything creative or so comics was one of the first things that yeah you really totally. connected with like as far I, as art i i remember like copying all of the heroes in my own sketchbooks and then like we'd go to the doctor's office and i'd see like a brochure and it had that cool superhero on it but it was for like hepatitis b or something <laughs> right right maybe yeah. like lasering the virus on the yeah, other page yeah. in the fold out and i'd be like oh sick and i'd draw the hepatitis b superhero like <laughs> fighting the monster in my sketchbook uh but uh I've always been into that stuff, and I never kind of grew out of it. And as I got a little bit older, like 13, 14, I, my mom got a uh, point-and-shoot video camera, point-and-shoot digital camera, like one of the first iterations, and they right. started coming out. And it had like a movie mode, which was like 240p, like shitty, grainy footage, uh-huh. but like it's a moving thing you can take yeah, videos with. Right. I got hooked so fast, just like making stupid little videos and each time they got a little bit more involved i started with making movies with my action figures setting up plots in like 
uh, this guy versus Doctor Nemesis. And no there was way, like Doctor Nemesis, great. great I had like name. a I had like a Tokyo Drift like race car that I'd have as like Batmobile kind of thing. He'd he'd drive in and there'd be like this crash into the, like the styrofoam bricks and stuff. I'd get like could so you, into it. Could you only watch them on the camera? No, I ha- I used like or would it go uh, on to Windows a Movie Maker. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Or, like, man, I, and I hacked the shit Throw out of that program. Back. Would, really? Like, I would just like I would like try. There's only one music track. There's mm-hmm. only one audio track. So if you wanted sound effects or dialogue or music, you'd have to like splice them in between each other and like fade them out at the same time. And I, I was like getting really into the movie stuff. When I every summer. As I got older, I would write a new script for a new action movie. I was obsessed with like Mission Impossible, Die Hard, and all that cool stuff. And I would make my own little like fan films based on the movies that I saw. And I would, I would like be the main character. I'd be like Todd Johnson, Navy SEAL. Yeah, right? Todd Johnson, great <laughs> yeah, name. Yeah, right. Something catchy, right? <laughs> <laughs> Something powerful. Uh, yeah. Todd Johnson, that guy, <laughs> that guy pulls. You hear that name, and uh, it, it was fun, man. I got my mom and my dad in it, and my brother and my friends, and like I just make these summer action movies. And what, then, what age was this? I started when I was thirteen, and by the time I was doing these action movies with my friends in high school, I was probably like fourteen, fifteen. Mm-hmm. Do you still have these? Yeah, I mean, I I uh, got. I got my first one. It was called Dangerous Game, which was the Navy SEAL one. And, uh, Todd Johnson. With Todd, Todd Johnson. Johnson. I had to rescue my brother. He was the lead scientist to uh, cure Parkinson's disease. Oh, he was, wow. It's funny because uh, the plot was he was like stuck in South America with like the war that was going on down there. Little did I know, like I grew up later, I'd end up doing a whole tour through South America yeah. and see how great it actually was. But uh, yeah, that, um, what was I talking about? This well, movie. we were talking about all those films, and I was just about to... I'm a huge fan, like I said, of your YouTube channel. Oh, yeah. And I love that... Um, in case... So it's called Kiptel, right? Is that the, That's the YouTube yeah, channel. Yeah, type in Kiptel. And yeah. you paint giant murals all over the world, and you do such a great job documenting it. Like, that's the funnest part about it. Yeah. And I think that's so cool, and you have such a massive fan base who also appreciates it. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I noticed in one of your, or in one of your videos, you were talking about... How you started making these simple paintings in high school and selling them outside oh, yeah. of your school one day. Mm-hmm. So how did it get from having fun with your mom's camera to all of a sudden making art that you felt comfortable enough to sell outside of the school? Um, I think the movies and the art were always disconnected up until I started my YouTube channel. Oh, yeah. And okay. um, like the... Like the art was always a part of me, and then when it was time to decide, like I was, I was always the art kid in 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 school, like the guy who people would come to to draw stuff, or I'd always be the guy that was known as the art kid. And then uh, I was obviously uh, most artistic for the high school yearbook. <laughs> nice, like, obviously, like that's high. and best dressed. Yes, of course. <laughs> I had uh. I had to decide if I wanted to do art or if I wanted to make movies going into college. Because, like, college was, like, the thing you did after high school in New Hampshire, right? And I did, that was a point where I was like, do I even want to go to college? Like, That was the thing you did in Michigan and Indiana, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Just not the thing we did. Yeah. yeah. I envy you guys. Who were like, well, we just... tried. I went to college for two weeks. Yeah. You know yeah, I don't even know if I went for that long. You went for a while because you said that your teacher called your mom or something. Yeah, I might have gone for a month, maybe. Yeah. Uh, it was something well, like I did not make it through the first semester. I had just met Mitch and we just started playing guitars together and stuff. And then I had to go to college, right? So, like, yeah. we had this great summer and then I had to start school. And my classes were guitar, piano, music theory, something else. They were all music related, but I just could not even sit there. Like the teachers were total nerd faces, I, it, it, it didn't. It had nothing to do with rock and roll, to mm-hmm. me. I like sat there for, I met maybe three or four times, and I was just yeah. I think out. yeah, I might have I been a week like, or two. I remember maybe. calling Mitch, be like, dude, I'm I'm leaving class. I don't think I yeah, I must have had a cell phone. You had your like, Nextel, yeah, and we had a house phone. So I called yep. you. I'm like, I'm leaving class. Let's go to the beach and play guitars. Just no looking back. Hell yeah. So you ended up going to college. 
Yeah, actually, I pulled out all four years. You know, I, I ended up, I, I chose illustration instead of uh, filmmaking. Because I, I thought, like, well, I get, I feel like I get more satisfaction out of making art than making movies. And making movies is really hard. It takes a whole team of people, and uh, I can just make art by myself and, like, make mm. a lot of it. That's right. an interesting kind of um, weighing it out. So I was like, let me just try the the art thing. I've all, this art thing has always been a part of me. The movies were kind of like a new mm-hmm. phenomenon. And I was like, let me just stick to my gut here. So I did the art thing. I studied illustration for four years, got my bachelor's, had a pretty wild time in college. I was on the swim team, and then I quit swim team. I was, the ma- I was a mascot for two years. I was dressed up as like a big pirate, jumping around the school, doing all sorts of cool events and stuff. What school was it? Uh, University of Massachusetts at Dartmouth. So it was Whoa. like a D three, uh, just state school. Yeah. Were you the mascot at like the football games and stuff? Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. Football, hockey. Baseball. Are there multiple mascots or just one? Just one guy. There was wow. three of us that rotated. We were all like pretty good friends, and there would be like a handler, a guy in the suit, and then a guy who would take the day off. Uh, but we got paid ten bucks an hour to fuck around in a mascot costume. Holy cow! It was the best job of all time that for is a amazing. college student. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. It's still like, I, yeah, I have very fond memories of that. And the uh, my our boss still uh, still texts us and keeps in touch like every year because we went to this mascot camp in uh, Wisconsin. Where they taught you how to be a mascot. Yeah, get but, out of town. It's like it's it's cheerleading camp, but the mascots tag along with. They have the a special section. They have like this extra program for the mascots, but we weren't associated with our cheerleaders. Like all the other big schools, so we just went. The three of us, dumb fucks, went to this giant cheerleading mascot, camp. Cheerleading camp. That's oh in, that's God. incredible. And we saw these like D one hot shit schools that you see on TV. Yeah. With their cheerleaders doing double backflips and then the dudes catching them with one hand, which was absolutely mind blowing, incredible. Right. Like I had never seen and cheerleading were, like that. They were in a pirate costume. And we were there playing dodgeball and shit. Uh. Like, as the cheerleaders were practicing all their events, we were, like, playing dodgeball on the tennis court and, like, having a great fucking time. Mitch has a little bit of mascot experience I as well. I do. I was a mascot in high school. Hell yeah. Not. And well, um, not only that, but... I also uh, was uh, Chuck E. Cheese at <laughs> uh, at, at uh, Showbiz Pizza. Hell yeah. Was well, it, at Chuck E. Cheese. At Chuck E. Cheese, yeah. yeah. Was there any, was there any other... Showbiz switched over, I think, Sh- to Chuck that's E. That's right. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that was the one I was thinking of because yeah. you told me that kids would come up and kick you. Yeah, and you can't see them. Right, like as Chuck E. Like, Cheese, yeah. yeah, you're very limited vision, and all of a sudden you're talking to this one kid, and his friend has gotten super close to you, and and it's out of real, your line of vision. Yeah, and your it's really boots, int- yeah. Your boots are the size of their body, so yes. you, you just take one step and they go flying. Yeah, but it's so crazy, like you don't notice it, and all of a sudden you just get shot right in the genitals, and you're like, <laughs> oh my god, and the kids are laughing, and and and, and I I remember one time I got kicked and I made I was like Ugh! or you know, yeah. made some noise, and I remember the kid like going back to his mom. And we're like, "Mommy, Chucky made a noise. <laughs> he made a scream." You know, and it was because this kid had kicked me, um, and well, I would like yeah, take uh, or camp. Yeah. Do they have any pointers on how to deal with that? Uh, no, because we don't really. We're college. We don't deal with little yeah. kids. That yeah, much. you're on the sidelines and. Yeah. They didn't even bother sending you to camp. They just no. threw you right into the fire. Yeah, they really did. We they really we had did. this awesome like choreographed. Uh, goofy skit that they put on and we like each like kind of like volunteered to do a different part of it with like all of the mascots from all the colleges and uh, put on this really awesome show for everybody like the cheerleaders did their routines oh, and then awesome. the mascots got to do their goofy little comedy <laughs> where bit. they all worked together cool. yeah. <laughs> but uh, did the did the hot cheerleaders like your skit oh, of course I bet they did dude we were staying in the dorms at like uh you, Wisconsin. Is it Madison? Uh, no, it was. Uh, Madison's the giant one, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes, it's a big college. We went to the not giant one. Maybe Milwaukee or something. Milwaukee, mm-hmm. great place. Yeah, love yeah. it. Great, right city. by the lake. Yeah, super cool. I'd love to go back. But yeah, we stayed in there and met tons of cool people and had a great time. But anyway, back to art. <laughs> <laughs> we. Uh, I, I uh, graduated with my bachelor's in illustration and didn't know even what that meant. I'm like, how do I? I what know do I, I want to be an artist, right. but what does that even mean? How do I get a job? Quotation. Right. Like? And uh, 
I replied to like Nike and Adidas because they had like internships, but that didn't work. And I was like, every everything I applied for up to that point, I had gotten. As soon as I graduated college, I wasn't getting anything I was applying for. Wow. And so I, I like senior year i started seeing these giant murals being painted like throughout europe and poland and all these like amazing mural fests and like where were you seeing them online just online yeah and um like there wasn't really like murals where i was living you know right like big giant ones and i was like whoa that's amazing because i was like like 16 17 i'll go out and tag and vandalize with my my friend and but we never took it super seriously. I wasn't like trying to make a name for myself in the graph scene or anything. We were uh-huh. just going out to vandalize, basically. Right. And um, Let's write some bad words on some train cars and stuff. <laughs> Not really. We were still doing art. Oh, but, okay. But uh, um, well, well, if it, if it is art, then is vandalize like really the right word? Is of it? Of course. Is it? Yeah, we didn't have permission for that shit. So if you don't have permission, it's it's vandalism. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, any graph artist would agree with you. <laughs> right on. But uh, is that what you say? You were like, guys, you guys want to get to get together and vandalize? Let's do some vandalizing. No, we don't say it like that. Like a nerd. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know <laughs> man. I you might know. say it like that. Hey, yeah. you feel like vandalizing? Tonight? Yeah, I know. Except your glasses. I know. You, you want to well, vandalize? Any, 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 any artist is going to tell you that it's vandalizing. I didn't know if you guys were like, hey, you guys up for some vandalizing tonight? We're like, yeah, I'm just going to get to it. Yeah, they say go out and bomb. Go out and bomb. bomb. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. But um, that means we're going to make some art without a permit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it sounds so dumb when you break it down. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Doing art without a permit. Yeah. A W O P. It's funny how. So, I want, so you, nothing was, none of these corporate jobs or what you thought was going to happen was coming through at first. Right. What what was the moment that the light bulb went off of like, hey, I'm gonna do this on my own? Well, I I um step, kept in touch with my one of my professors who I made um like a, she, had, she had we get like a good relationship and um she was trying to help me out after school because I was like showed initiative and and her brother was actually involved in like a uh, a housing project in in um, starts with a P in Rhode Island, Providence. Providence, mm-hmm. uh, in Providence, Rhode Island, in a in a town called Olneyville, which is like kind of like a Latino kind of like struggling community, um, kind of tough neighborhood, and they were looking to do a project to spice up and give it a little bit of a little bit of life in there and um, get some get some good stuff going in there. And I was looking to paint a mural, and he was looking to do a mural, so it kind of like a nice little connection there. That was your first and mural. It, it was like. The, my first introduction to how hard it is just to get permission to paint a mural. Because you were, you were done with bumming. <laughs> bombing. Is it bumming or bombing? Bombing, right? Bombing. bombing. Oh, I thought it was bumming. Bombing. Bombing. Okay. <laughs> bombing. I thought you were just making a so joke. Like, no, no. Bombing. So you're like, you're like, I'm not here to bomb. Get the bomb squad out. Oh, I wanted to do real shit. Yeah. And, um... And uh, yeah, like I we I just realized how hard the logistics are to get a mural done, and like it took us months. You're like, I'm gonna need a lot more paint. No, just I need a lot more bureaucracy mm-hmm. pull because like Interesting. just trying to get the wall that we wanted to. We got the permission from like the wall owner. But we needed permission from the lot owner to have a machine to get up there to paint because oh. they're owned by two different companies. And then these old farts that own the lot didn't want anything to do with the mural, even oh. though it would be benefit the community. We were bribing them, trying to get them. We were trying to pay them money. They still said no. And I was just like, this is a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. Wow. Yeah, you don't even think about that kind of stuff. This has nothing to do with art. Yeah, did you kind of envision and just go in and be like, hey, I've got this great idea for your wall. And they were like, wow. They'd be like, oh, thank my God, you that's so amazing. much. Yes, right. please. No, it's not like that at Should've all. Should have just bombed them. <laughs> yeah. Get out you the know? bomb squad. Uh, so we, t- we kind of like figured out what are we going to do? And we kind of took a break. And I was like traveling around Providence, like looking for my own wall. I'm like, let me just take this into my own hands. And Literally right around the corner from their office, it was a big giant blank wall. And I was like, I proposed that wall for them. And they were like, well, it's not in the ideal spot, but 
let's go for it. And like we got the permission from that wall owner, which was like a kid's community, which was perfect. And my idea was to paint this uh, little Latino boy with like, um, he's got like Superboy written on his shirt. He's got a red cape. And initially he had like a little squirt gun and a popsicle, like a red, white, and blue popsicle for like a gun and a sword. But they were like, let's do away with the weapons, mm-hmm. even though they're squirt guns. I'm like, all right. So then I replaced them with uh, little toy airplanes. Mm. And uh, so that was like my first time designing and painting a mural. I finally got the okay. I got all the materials that I thought that I needed, right? I got spray paint. I got buff. I was like watching my idols on YouTube, uh, kind of like how, like, I guess kids see me now. Right. Mm -hmm. But I was watching them. It wasn't like how I do my videos. It was more of just like a three minute overview. But I would like do it like frame by frame, like watching them, like, how do they do this? And then I'd try to take notes or figure out how I do it in my own way. Right. Here in Providence. So, you know, I started the thing. We got scaffolding and like started sketching it out with a roller. Did they know it was your first time doing that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they had a, they had faith in me, I guess. Like they That's were like, cool. "All right, he seems like he knows what he's doing." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I started painting, and then like the next day, I got a little bit more done, a little bit more done, and like the face needs some tweaking here and there. And I was staying at my buddy's place in New Bedford, who I had uh, done like an Italy trip with, and he was like thirty minutes away, so I got to be able to like commute from his spot, and he would like give me like. Um, he would support me as I went home, and I would tell him, show him the fit, like you know what I got done, and he would be like, "Dude, that's fucking awesome!" Like, yeah, I'm oh, so cool. proud of you. And and then seven days later, I finished my first big mural. We took all the scaffolding away. It looked fucking awesome on the wall. I signed it up on the top, and they were just like, "Wow." We knew it would be okay, it would be good, but we didn't expect it to be like this good. Wow. And they were like super pumped with it and like the neighbors got me some beers and like cracked it open right in the front of the wall and like the neighborhood like really appreciated it and I was just like hooked. I was like just instantly. A, instant insta hook. I was just like this is totally what I want to do. Just like the act of painting itself was so much fun and then like the the reaction and like the goodness of it felt like okay i found what i want to do now fuck adidas well you, fuck well, you felt that energy exchange it sounds like from the community like when you guys paint on when you guys play on stage probably probably very similar that's the addiction it's yeah the people screaming back it's the people appreciating it, it. Yeah. absolutely yeah and then just the act of actually playing itself is so cathartic like me when i'm painting a wall is so cathartic for me and having my my whole body getting in the groove instead of being like stuck in a studio you know um it's been that's been something that's been a little bit hard this year is to not remember that we we haven't had that exchange as often yeah totally being on tour so what uh how you you already saw people making youtube videos well it it was like but uh, you've taken it to a whole nother level yeah you've really made it you know a whole thing out of not only it kind of like by showing the journey of each painting it has kind of exposed your art even more it seems like oh yeah it's that was the point of me making these videos because i took my little movie making experience as a kid and i was like well i'll make my own process videos and i'll like show people what i'm all about and like it'll get my artwork out there more than the neighborhood that just sees the wall. And like, I, I moved out to California, reinvented myself as Kipto. I was going to yeah. ask you, so that first painting does not say Kipto? The first mural? The No. Kipto no, is not born yet. No, I was still Matthew Dean art back then. Lame. Yes. Lame. So Matthew dumb. Dean. What a dumb name. Interesting. <laughs> you want to Just really quick, you want to hear something super bastard. interesting? You know how many Matt Deans there are in the world? Is there a lot? So many. You wanna, There's you like want... a politician, a baseball player, a musician. Like Really? You know, my, my middle brother's name is Matthew, and my youngest brother's name is Lucas. Lucas Dean. Isn't that strange? You're Matthew Dean. Yeah. Wait, which who? is like a combination of two of my brother's names. Uh, wait, which one? But is he Dean? goes by Luke Arnold. Luke 
Lucas Dean Arnold, Lucas Dean Arnold, Matthew Glenn, Matthew Dean. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Cool. You're like two of my brothers wrapped into one. Congratulations. Oh, I yeah. Feel it. Mind blown. <laughs> yeah, Bea's brother's name is Christopher. That's my brother's name. We're all connected, you know that. Yeah, six degrees, maybe yeah. even five. Yeah. So you were Matthew Dean back then. Yeah, because I was like, oh, well, Matt Dean is kind of like a movie star name. Everyone's it like, is. oh, you got a good name. That is true. But then I looked it up on Google. It's like there's eight million pages <laughs> with Matt Dean. I'm like, I don't know. There's like, no room for a Matthew Dean a or Matt Dean. muralist. That's why. I, that's kind of where Kipto came out of. I was like, I need, I, I need my own thing. Right. How'd you come up with that? <clears throat> I wish I had a cool story. I don't yet. What do you mean? It just did it just come to you? Yeah, just like like um, I like my toes. Um, I, I tell I don't I'm not gonna tell the one I usually tell because it's just so lame. It's like well, what's the truth? It's, it's cringy. Uh, the truth was I sat down one day and I was like I I need to come up with like my own cool superhero graffiti name, right? Ah, so again back to the comic book. Yeah, like there's only three types of people with alter egos: superheroes, strippers, and graffiti artists. Yeah, wow. musicians as well. <laughs> Sometimes, oh, you know, you got Slash. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah, Sting. I don't know if, yeah, well, I guess they just have <laughs> stage names. That's not really an alter ego, though. It's it more might be. a stage name. I don't really know it, it what they're might, like, yeah. you know, but. Yeah. But I wanted one. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I need to make one. And, like. It does kind of sound like a like a superhero name. Yeah. I, I wanted, never really put that together. I wanted it to, to sound like an actual name so people could call me that. It, it's not like some word out of the dictionary that's not a name but i turned it into a name like it sounds like so it'd a be name. like a first name and a last right, name right like, excuse me mr toe oh i hate Kip when people toe. say that <laughs> do they really like mr toe in peru there was a guy that kept calling me that and i'm like uh-uh. bro skip out on the mr toe <laughs> <laughs> that ain't gonna fly man. that is hilarious so they thought your name was kip toe no he was just i guess i goof. thought oh he was being silly. okay because i i see it as one word it is one word okay yeah uh, I always liked the name Kip for some reason. It's like a cool cowboy name or something, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I was like playing around with extra letters and trying to find out what would go with it. And, you know, every time you come up with something, you kind of Google it or you go on Instagram and you see what's popping up. And uh, eventually I stumbled across Kipto, those arrangement of letters. It sounds like it's spelled. It's not too hard to say. Right. Like, oh, it's like tiptoe with a K. That's how I'd say it. Oh, yeah. It was, were there any close seconds that you can um, remember? There was a bunch of stuff I was trying to mash up with my own real name, like Malexo, which is like, my middle name is Alexander, so the okay. M with an O at the end, but I feel like that was taken already, and it sounds more like a, uh, like a band than a person. It does sound kind of like a band. Yeah, it does. Yeah. But... Um, there was a whole bunch. I think I saw You know about that band books. Kipto, right? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Damn it. Um, but uh yeah, I just kinda I was like, all right, well, this I like this a lot. I, I slept on it and I was like, I'm going for it. And why did you think Los Angeles was the place to make art? Um well it was either New York or LA, right? Seems and, to be. And um I kind of met this guy who grew up in Londonderry through my art teacher, and she introduced me to him. We had coffee one morning, and then a few weeks later, he invited me out to New York to hang out with him for like a week in Brooklyn at his house. And he was like um, an art director working at like an ad agency or something like that. And he invited me to his work, and he like introduced me to everybody, and like he kind of showed me around the office, and then like he took me around New York, and then I got to I went on like a bunch of like. Uh, Facebook groups or something, tried to figure out what to do. I found a bunch of cool li- uh, life drawing sessions. I got to meet other artists in Brooklyn and other artists in Manhattan. I went to like the Society of Illustrators. I did a drawing session there. Sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> Why? You're like, I'm heading to LA. <laughs> this is horrible. No, it was awesome. I just teased. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I don't know. I, I still had these big hard eyes for LA. Really? And like the warm weather was also calling me too. I was sick of the snow and and Yeah, that's one thing about New York. That's man. true. It's beautiful yeah. in the spring and summer, fall. Yeah. I could take a week in the winter, but the whole winter. Yeah. It, you know, it's I maybe because I'm from we're all from this horrible winter <laughs> you know, area yeah. like Michigan, New Hampshire, yeah. Indiana. 
man, like all winter is just, it's a lot for me. It is, yeah. It's too much. Touring in it for us was a major eye-opener. Like living, you know, daily life in the snow and stuff is okay. It's cool. You're warm at night and in your home. But like loading gear through snow banks and then driving overnight through the winter. In buses that were not equipped to handle weather. Yeah, there's no telling when you're going to get stuck or when you're going to fall off the road. It was all the time. Or the bus wouldn't start or the heat wouldn't work. It's so much. Oh, my God. It was nonstop. Yeah. yeah, I, I'm. That's one reason I really love living somewhere without a harsh winter. Agree, hundred percent. Cheers to everybody that. Yeah. I mean, my friends at home in Michigan, they love it. Yeah, like, they look forward. Even you know, our buddy Ryan in Denver, like he loves snow sports. Yeah, he loves. That's great. I like to be warm. Yeah, yeah. I just. Yeah, I prefer I warm weather for I sure. Agree. So was with the. The weather was the deal breaker between New York and Well, the thing California? was, I was in New York in September, October. Like, kind of right, time. right before this time currently. It was like late September, early October, and I was in New York. Starting to get a little bit of a fall chill, but it was still cool. I got to like see all the cool graph in like Bushwick area and um I had a great time, but then I went home and it was like November and I was kind of like, well, still want to see California. Might as well just drive out there. And I, it was like I went through Thanksgiving, and I think it was like, <laughs> speaking of snow, like it was my last few days in New Hampshire. I had like spent, I was like, all right, I'm going to spend Thanksgiving at home, and then December 1st, I'm out of here, Right. And I was like, I'll probably beat the snow, like, December 1st. Like, it probably doesn't snow. Thanksgiving Day, it fucking snows. And I'm just like, <laughs> it was like, they aren't, you aren't leaving here without one last snowstorm, yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> it's just, I was like, all right, give it to me. I'll it always comes it. Thanksgiving, it seems like. Uh, but then, you know, December pulled around and I said my goodbyes, packed up my car with the shit that I had that... I needed, and I just took off, and I went on like a little tour through the United States. I went down to Virginia um, to see all the big murals that were in Richmond. They had a couple murals over there, and I saw like one of my favorite murals of all time that from the guys that inspired me to start painting murals, the ETAM crew from Poland. It was their first mural in the United States. They had this like woman like in like a strawberry jar, and it was one of the most popular murals of the entire year, and I got a print of it in my house still. Wow. And I got to see it in person, and I was, like, mind-blown. I was like, whoa. It just kind of, like, felt like I was stepping. Like, sure. I, like, took the red pill, like, speaking of the Matrix from Halloween. Right. Uh, like, the what? I, the what? <laughs> oh, it's just a little movie, a little oh, indie film. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was so cool to see it in person. It kind of, like, cemented the idea that this is a real thing. And then I went down to... Uh, I drove through like New Orleans. I saw New Orleans. I spent like a day and a half there. And then There's I got to be some great, some great murals in New Orleans. Um, no? I never really noticed any there, but I've always been blind drunk whenever I've been there. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was, just seems like a colorful area. There should be. I honestly can't remember either. There was great fucking music there. Though. Oh yeah, always, dude. Just that's what we go bleeding for, out music. of the streets. It really is. It really is. Yeah. It comes in all forms on and the there's corners. There's nothing you can really you can't practice to get that what those people have it's oh, true yeah. it's like you got to live that life and be there and what was great was you go bar hopping you have like soul large black woman singing this like awesome like from her soul like kind of like folk music you go to the next one it's like blues and country the next right. one's like rock and roll with like zz tops yeah. it's like it is. It's crazy. But it's all got this, like, New Orleans swagger, this, like, yeah. wet feeling. <laughs> just, it really is. It's yeah. I mean, it's, like, sweaty. It's grimy. <laughs> it really is. It does yeah. not smell good ever. No. Yeah. No, it doesn't. It's, I, I, I want to take Bea there. I told her, like, we got to go. Oh, those girls would love, love it. it there. Yeah. They've never been to New Orleans? No. Wow. Uh, cool. For anyone listening, um... Matt's girlfriend is Bea, who was the starring role of our No More video. Mm-hmm. And that's how we met you. Alyssa and I met you the very first night we were here in Joshua Tree. Yeah, yeah. We're at Bea's house. Yeah. Yeah. And so we've been friends ever since. Um, you heard the Matrix joke. So, uh, the, the joke is, just to let everybody in on it, is that I have not seen the Matrix. 
And these guys give me so much shit about it over the last couple of weeks. We have like a little crew that we all hang out with on the weekends. And uh, they've been teasing me about it. And then Matt and Bea were apparently two characters from The Matrix for Halloween this last weekend. Yeah, we I didn't it. recognize them. I thought they were just dressed nice. Um, <laughs> Neo and Trinity. That's right. Great I, work. I, yeah. I will see that movie sometime soon. Yeah, you will. I own it. So Okay. Yeah. On VHS? Yeah, it's like a little uh, VHS. It's like got a little cardboard taped up box. Yeah, perfect. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you could just rewind to that perfect spot when you give it to me. <laughs> yeah. So I could see Be that kind character. rewind. Um, so you, you, get, you made your way out to California. Yeah. Uh, basically, yeah. Were you yeah, considered a mural artist I at got this point? all because the way over to California. I never looked back. Were, uh, you, were you a mural artist at this point because you had done the one in Providence? I could say so, yeah. Yeah. That's what you were budding, coming here a for. A budding mural artist. Budding. Yes. Aspiring. I wasn't fully fleshed out yet. Were you done? When I got to California, that was my my testing grounds of like, are you going to do this or are you going to fail? And I wasn't going to let myself fail. I think fail. it is that for a lot of people. Yeah. We've seen a lot of people head back to Boise by Christmas. Yeah. Crying that they didn't get a record deal. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I'm I sure wasn't going to. same in the art world. Yeah, I wasn't going to let that happen. I was like, I'm taking this shit into my own hands. Like, I remember distinctly, like, I was kind of at home, like, not knowing what to do with myself. My, like, I was trying to get, like, art jobs or, like, do illustrations, but, like, shitty little gigs and stuff. And, like, I was, like, kind of miserable at home. And uh, I remember my mom, like, looked at me with, like, tears in her eyes. She was like, I know you hate it here. I like when are you gonna leave? Like mm. my mom basically told me to like get the fuck out of here, go live your dreams. So your parents and, have always been supportive. Yeah, that's yeah. really cool. Yeah, they're my number one fans, and I appreciate them to this day. They've done a lot for me to get me to where I am, just by raising me how they did, and told me to go after my dreams and don't look back and. Give it everything you got, you know. Like, don't take, don't take no for an answer. Like, they uh, they really support me in anything that I choose to do, and I think because of how they treated me and how they raised me, like, definitely put the mindset in me to get to me to where I am now. I think, you know, I feel privileged to be able to grow up in a home where they respected me and treated me in a way that allowed me to get to where I am in the current mindset that I have and still and still have and they they're always teaching me new things and uh yeah as I get older it's a lot easier to respect your parents more and more and you know realize what they've they've given you and what they were there to to, to teach you and uh yeah I love my parents. That is a that is a beautiful, really beautiful. statement and really yeah. well said. Yeah, and I can relate. Yeah, that's really cool. How often do you see your folks? Um, not too often. We we Skype every once in a while. But uh, when I moved out to California, the uh, I, I didn't go home for like two or three years. But um, the I, tunnel, tunnel vision, laser focus. Yeah, I, I spent. 20-something of my years there. I was like, this is my new life. And I'm not itching to go back anytime soon. What year did you start your YouTube channel? Was, uh, well, there's some really old ones before California that are on there, like three or four really old videos. Okay. But I, like, I started it kind of fresh when I moved to California uh, like in 2015. Okay. I moved to California like New Year's Day. 2015 so every new year is like a new celebration of my new life wow for anybody listening uh do yourself a favor whether you care about mural artistry or not um that's what i love about your your youtube channel is it's um i i love art my, my dad's an artist my uncle's an artist you know i come from, so I, I appreciate that in probably a different way but i love the way you put your videos together it's so entertaining i agree and you involve people in the community where you're traveling around the world, putting up murals. There's always, you know, there's 
incidences or hardships that are shown on there a little bit. Yeah. Sometimes you're sitting there and your fans send – one of my favorite ones is your fans send you uh, their own art and you give them tips on how to improve what they do. Yeah. It's just such a – it's such a fun channel. That's and awesome. you make it look so easy when you're making a mural, you know, like, I don't know what I was expecting. Well, it's in fast forward. It's not normal time. Yeah, but even <laughs> even watching him, even watching him just uh, uh, start one of the murals, how you do the outlines, it's so, um, it's like a dance almost yeah. that you're, that, that well, you're doing with the... Um, with the roller or yeah. with whatever brush that you have. And I'm not, I'm not a drawing artist and you make you, like watching your channel makes me want to go out and draw something on the side of it. Like, do some like, bombing. Yeah. Do some bombing. You <laughs> bombing? Know? Yeah. Some bombing, some bombing, <laughs> bombing, bombing. And, um, and it's just like, uh, I, I don't know. It, it's really inspirational as an artist and you do, you make it look easy. And I think one of the pluses of how you cut your videos together is that it's, for anybody out there that wants to be an artist like you or a mural painter, um, you make the dream very accessible. Yeah. And it kind of shows you step by step what you're doing. And uh, I just think that's really cool. Thanks, man. I Since Tom Mitch has started his own channel, he's going to be going out. <laughs> yeah. Bombing. Doing murals, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. He's called Tipco. <laughs> I'm calling it Mitch the Bomber. Cool. I'm excited for you, dude. Yeah, thank you. I'm excited to see you. So I've goes. got a question. It might be a sensitive one. Because I've heard I'm a sensitive guy. from another, you know, I've never known a mural artist in my life, and now I know like three of them in the last couple. Of yeah, um, from another mural artist, I won't say her name, <clears throat> Sassy. That <laughs> who? Um, that uh, the idea of projecting the mural or the outline of the stencil up onto a wall is like a super, like taboo, like. Like no one like like not cool yeah, but thing then to she, do. Then she started to project her murals. What? She started to project her murals now though. She I, does do I, that? I called her out on it. I'm calling you out, Sassy. Right here, right now. Oh really? Oh, she <laughs> does do that. She does. The last oh, okay. one with the star one, she she projected it because th- she realized like how much more time efficient it is. Right. Well totally. I mean I if you get hired for a gig and you're under pressure, I I understand that. Yeah. I don't understand why that would be it's, looked it's, frowned upon is what I'm asking. It's funny when I first met them, they were completely totally on the other side of the fence. They were completely against it. They were oh. like double X, like don't bring a projector close to me. So it is something in the mural community where it's like a thing that's talked about. It's like in, in music, like playing the backing tracks. Right. Like yeah, it people is. are either yeah. like cool with it or they're like Yeah, people Fuck tracks. people are like, Oh, you're cheating with that projector. So that is a thing. Oh yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I kinda heard it. I should say I overheard a conversation about projectors, and I didn't quite understand if it was good or bad. It's tainting the purity <laughs> of your art. Honestly, I don't give a shit. Well, you already drew it. Yeah. Like, it's just a method of getting your art. If you're, so if why did you're you call trace- her out, though? So it must mean something to you. I called her out because she completely flip-flopped. Wow, her, people her change perception. their ways. Yeah. So, <laughs> give me a little nudge. But you don't ever use a projector. Uh, I wouldn't say never. I just used okay. it to paint a table of mine because it was like a symmetrical design, and I wanted to keep the symmetry. And it's fast. It's so it is a tool in the toolbox. Yeah, it's just like a like like a light table. If you want to like, I I love sketching on the iPad. This isn't really mural based, but I'll sketch it on the iPad. A drawing. I do these character drawings, and then there's so much energy in life in that initial sketch. If I try and reproduce it. Like on the paper, it like it loses something, and like the past few I've noticed, like when I tried to reproduce it, it's like it lost a bit. But if I just throw it, I print it out, throw it up on a window, and retrace my sketch on the final piece of paper, it keeps it kind of keeps that same intention that I had. Mm. Um, and it's fast, and I'm trying to get a lot of stuff done. I don't got time to muck around, so. But when I am when I am doing murals, I ha- I haven't done a projected mural yet. That's not something I've done, mostly because I love attacking the wall with a roller, and that's kind of like I love getting that kind of like energy up there just to kind of like feel out the space of what I got on my hands. Um, and I don't want to like have to wait around till nighttime and find extension cords and line up the thing perfectly with my computer and 
Um, I'd rather just start early, bright and early in the morning. Believe me, finding extension cords is like the biggest yeah. issue for us Absolutely. in this studio. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, we need an extension cord. Did you say, where do we have that one that was last week? Well, did we bring it to the show? I think it might be in the van. Yeah. I get it. Especially if you're out, like, painting a mural. You got to find the electricity first. Right. Like, yeah. I think Ceci had to rent a generator just to project it. And, uh, I mean, she sounds like she, she liked doing it. And, uh, it's like, it's up to her. I'm not, uh, not she did say it was way it. faster. Yeah. And she had like a time deadline and a crunch. And I think she was swayed by one of Johnny's friends. Um, she had who, bad influence. <laughs> <laughs> she was like super swayed by this guy who was like completely like telling her like projectors are the, like you got to use a projector. And I think after that, it kind of like tainted her perception and she started using it. Oh boy. We're going to have to ask her now. I haven't brought it up to her, I was, but now I have some clarity on the topic. But maybe one day I'll use a projector for my murals if I'm in a crunch. Well, then we're going to have to have her on again so she can call you out. All right. We'll have to do like a little- But it doesn't sound like, like you're a, completely a podcast against battle, it. Like a Twitter- f- A projector uh, debate. A debate. We'll have to get the podiums out and everything. Mm-hmm. We just had the well, We're just basically today. mediators. Yeah. And you guys just rip into each other <laughs> about your projectors. <laughs> well, you used it in 2014. <laughs> That's funny. What is your biggest accomplishment to date as far Jeez. as the murals? <laughs> okay. Um, my biggest accomplishment, I'd say my biggest accomplishment. Personally, your biggest personal accomplishment is, with this journey you've been on is doing the thing I set out to do and doing it to the best of my abilities and, and like I mean you're build, doing it you aren't bu- like building this thing that I thought was like a pipe dream actually that's not true I knew I could I knew I always knew I could do it it was just a matter of time and dedication and proving to yourself that you could though. yeah has Patreon that website been a big part of the thing uh that's a relatively new thing in my career I'm uh it's it's like a cool way for my fans to get like exclusive access to bonus features and I do like real time drawings so people who don't want to watch the super sped up version they can like see how I do it like a lot that might slower. be good for Mitch yeah just, just starting out <laughs> aspiring yearless yeah. patreon.com slash kipto yeah aspiring uh bomber I wanted to ask <laughs> you about it because we've recently launched launched our own subscription service yeah we didn't go through patreon we put it through our own website yeah it's called the service and so we're just we're looking exactly what you said we're like trying to think of things we can do to show our appreciation to the people that have joined because that's a huge help for us obviously yeah and the idea is to Give them a, a look further into our um, into our world, into our the journey of the past as well as currently. You know, totally, so we're trying to find ways to do that. Yeah, I mean it's it's um, a tricky balance for me because I have so many things to post all the time. Whether it be like making the actual video that got my attention in the first place, I got to keep that up on YouTube, and then got to like post on Instagram every once in a while. And then I want to make sure the patrons are getting the juicy goodness that they're paying for. Mm-hmm. And I want to, it's a, like, I, like, so far all my patrons are, like, super supportive of everything that I've done. And, like, everything I post, they're just like, oh, yeah, it's awesome. No one's been um, like, hey, this is a ripoff, this sucks. Not yet. Okay, good. So, yeah. Um, but, I like, sometimes I'll go and like paint a mural in Texas for a week and a half and not have really great internet. And, right. and then like I promised them like this and this and I haven't gotten to it yet. So I'm feeling a little guilty and a little behind. And I just, it, it's a little bit of a pressure, added pressure. Dude, we totally understand yeah, that. Yeah, we, absolutely. Yeah. it's. But I think I think it comes from a commitment to, um, you know, be of, of service to a group of people that are supporting you. Be of you. the service. Yeah. That's why we called it that. Yeah, that's why <laughs> we call like, it the service, you know? And yeah. I, I think that um, that pressure is healthy as an artist to yeah. to put out good work and to continue to explore um, your art. Yeah. I, I'm not much of a teacher. I don't really enjoy teaching that much. So I'm trying to make it also fun for myself to do the behind the scenes stuff because a lot of it kind of does involve teaching well you kind of lead from what i've seen of it it's almost like you're just leading by example 
Right. Um, you but, are teaching because you're like, hey, look, this is what I do and how I do it. Right. Yeah. But in a way, that's teaching. Like I'm doing that's, like a voiceover of over like an hour long video. Um, sometimes I'll do like my own solo podcast over it because I don't feel like talking about this is the paint that I used here and uh-huh. this is how I put it down there. Sometimes I'll just go off on tangents and they seem to like that too. Uh, so, do you set goals for yourself? Uh, yes, I'm trying to do like, you know, one, uh, at least one real time video per month, sometimes two if I can. And like every time I'm doing a new project, like I'll try and leave the camera running for at least one big section of the piece so I can do a real time on Patreon. And I'll be like, this is how, this is the real time of this section of the painting. Or like, I'm trying to do like the portraits that I did in Seattle with Jimi Hendrix and Bob Marley. Like, I'm going to do real time of like, this is how I painted Jimi Hendrix in real time. Or like two times speed, which is like not so boring, but it's real time, but it's slow enough where you can see what I'm doing. Um, and then like the character drawings, I've done real times with those. And I do a Q&A every month. So at the beginning of the month, I'll they say, I'll say, ask me your questions, you know, anything from, like, how I tie my shoes to what colors I like to use or, you know, that last mushroom trip I had where I walked naked through the desert. Like, oh, yeah. The, the <laughs> I was there for that. <laughs> I didn't see you walking naked through the desert, but... Well, uh, we got to the, to we the got house the, yeah. and you were gone on your naked trip. Yeah. So, and we had just met you once or twice at that point. I was like, wow, this guy is nuts. <laughs> He's digging deep. <laughs> and, and you still swear that you're the one that yelled at us as we were coming up to the house that night. Oh uh, yeah, I think it was. Was it? Who the fuck are you? Oh, that that well, was you. But Nate thinks it was someone else. Yeah, Nate he, told us it was somebody else. Like that you was came up, you? you're like, it was me. It was me. <laughs> <laughs> I got scared. I was in my little cloud, okay. and I saw dark figures coming at me with cowboy hats, and I didn't know yeah, who that, it was. That was me. That is hilarious, dude. I didn't know this. We've been through some shit together. Yeah. (laughs) He's back. He's clothed. He's sober. (laughs) (laughs) It's Tuesday morning. Yeah. That's great, man. What are your, like, what would be the ultimate, like, yes, I fucking did it. Like, what's that goal? What's that dream? I want to paint, like, a 10-story building. A 10-story building. Like, I got friends of mine that, uh, they're, like, in Europe. Like, they're not really that prominent here in the u.s but in europe they got buildings that are just massive with blank walls so like apartment buildings that are just 10 to 20 stories high and people are painting them with murals yeah do they project it (laughs) just asking i'm not gonna say okay (laughs) that's up to them that's their own private you're just gonna attack it with did you ever see in the 60s the beatles had their own it's called apple music and they, they had their own record label and studio and stuff and you know, it was like 1968. Yeah, it was called Apple, the company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was. And they had a giant mural painted the whole building, two sides of it. All colorful, psychedelic, crazy. It's awesome. It was up for like two weeks, and the city made them paint it back white. Mm-hmm. Oh. Can you believe that? Jesus. It's amazing. It was causing accidents, though. Yeah, people didn't know how to deal with it. Yeah. It's like <laughs> they famous look company. At it, all of a sudden, they're in like, oh, just full-on LSD mode. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, I don't know. I just think it would distract them while they're... There's like, this famous art company called The Fool, I think, in the 60s. They did like Eric Clapton's guitar, and they do a bunch of stuff for the Beatles. and oh. They did it. That's rad. Yeah. I didn't know that. So, Is uh, it online? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's pictures of it. Yep. You know, through the new Quentin Tarantino movie, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, mm-hmm. they repainted a big giant mural on Hollywood Boulevard that was there in like the '60s or '70s. They had a got they had a company like repaint it like fresh. Like I was, Which... I remember driving soon after that movie in Hollywood, and I was like, "Oh, that looks new. I never seen that before." And then Which I realized mural? they painted it for the movie. It's uh, fuck. I don't have to look it up. It's like a giant rainbow mural with like a big chick on the side there and it's like um I can't remember what it's for. So so much I know about what I'm talking about. Oh that but they I know I specifically remember so much footage of them behind when you start looking behind them in the car and stuff, what they did to make yeah. Hollywood look old yeah. is incredible. pretty incredible. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Well dude, um we're gonna we're gonna keep our eye open for like a ten story 
20-story building yeah, anywhere in Europe that pops up in our life. We'll let you know. Weird. Yeah, you next could, time even you... if you have to bomb it. Yeah. You know? I'll just I'll hang from a rope. Bomb that shit. Dude, there's these guys in your, in Germany called the One Up Crew. They are machines. Always one up in everybody. <laughs> right? That's why they call themselves <laughs> that. bastards. One up asshole. I got you. <laughs> but yeah, I was in Berlin and uh they had like I saw a documentary when I was in France before I went to Berlin about these guys, the one up crew, and they're just insane. They go from the top of the roof and scale down the wall and write in their own kind of like hieroglyphic style. And just go down on a rope at nighttime, bombing the sides of buildings. Wow! And it's like it's like alternating red and blue colors, and it's like their own kind of hieroglyphic style. So people and just show up to work the next day, and they're like, "Fuck!" Yeah, got us again. Yeah, <laughs> one up me again. It's <laughs> <laughs> nuts. Yeah, those guys, those guys are like all time. If they get caught, I mean, aren't they going to pay for some serious property damage or just a repaint? <clears throat> at least, I guess. Uh, yeah. You just keep a truckload of like white paint on hand. Oh, yeah, busted us. I think they leave it, man. There's so much. There's so much graph. Like they just they don't bother to paint over it. They just they just leave it. Especially like the one up crew. Like even there'll be even like big sanctioned murals, uh, like on the sides of these big buildings, and the one up crew just goes right over them. No way. Or like on, on the side or something. These guys are serious renegades. Or isn't that kind of shitty for like the, a the or the one up that, was there first and the mural artist leaves it out of respect. Oh wow. So it sounds like people have respect for the one up crew, but they don't really respect anyone else. Is that true? <laughs> no, they no, that's not true. I'm not an encyclopedia of the one up crew, but Well, you they, brought them up. You're right. Do you ever <laughs> see yourself working on a team? Um, what, if I, what if I get really good? Would you be <laughs> you on my Mitch team? Mitch could join your team. <laughs> let's let's see that Tipco come at you. Okay, all right. Yeah. I'll, just, I'll keep working. You gotta join my Patreon. Let's see where you get. <laughs> I will. As one of the disciples. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Kipto disciple. You could be one of my toes. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's what they're called. <laughs> one of my ten toes. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever worked tandem with anybody on a mural? Yeah, we I worked with my homie Levi, who is a very well-received artist in Los Angeles. He grew up in L.A., and he's really, really cool, and I learned a lot from him. He's actually kind of like one of my mentors when I first moved to L.A. I was like my first day at Venice Beach. I was just at Venice Beach because Venice Beach, and then I walked yeah. by this guy painting this huge mural on, on a beachside house, and it was like a... Commission mural of all these like philosophers and stuff. I think the guy who I know exactly where that is was trying to get a tax write off or something. It's right between Venice and Marina del Rey. Uh, yeah, it's got like um, Tesla's on there. Yeah, it's got Einstein and yes. Oh yeah, of, I know that mural. Yeah, my homie Levi painted that. Wow. And I stumbled across it when he was in the middle of it, and I was like, "Hey, I paint too." And I gave him my card, and I had some art on my business card, and he was like, "Oh, this is, looks good, man. You want to grab a beer when I'm done?" And I was like, yeah. So we grabbed a beer when he was done for the day, and we got to know each other. And he was like, well, you want to help me finish paint this mural? And I was like, oh, yeah, dude. And he, like, I was sleeping in my car at the time, and he let me crash on his couch the first night I met him. Amazing. And he's just that kind of guy. And uh, I painted with him for a week, paid me like 600 bucks. It was like my, like, I rolled into town. I already started painting murals. And Holy cow. Um, and then I kind of went off and, and started doing my own murals and finding my own walls. And he was like a cool mentor for me to have right when I moved. And we've been really close ever since. He's one of my best friends in L.A. And, uh, like, he we uh, teamed up with a bunch of his kind of close comrades. Comrade, comrades? Comrades, there you go. That was that hard? And uh, we painted a cool mural for, uh, for uh, Kobe. Oh, cool! Where's yeah. that? Awesome! It's uh, it's in Hollywood on First and La Brea, mm. but like I guess the car shop guy reached out to Levi, and then I reached out to Levi. I said, "Hey, we should do a Kobe mural." And he's like, "Oh, I'm already doing one. You want to hop on?" And so I hopped on with the crew. Um, usually I'm painting by myself, like I'm filming by myself, or right. painting by myself, like. But it was cool to like have people to paint with and. And shoot the shit and have like a bit of like a team effort because I feel like that's what Kobe was about and he inspired all of us and it was cool for all of us to collaborate on on one big piece for him. Ah, very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Well, dude, thank you so much for coming by. 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, you stop, you stop by regularly. You've you've put art in our home. That's right. Which we're so grateful for. Got bitten by your dog a yeah. couple times. Yeah, <laughs> happens. Yeah. Um, and we feel really lucky to have the art because we know other people that are wish they had art by you in their home that yeah. are not as lucky. But then again, Christmas is coming, so they might get art. There's some cool I'm talking about stuff Nate. coming. Poor Nate has no art from you. I know. He's got he got prints as well in, uh, in the studio. He was crying about it the other night. So he, he was. Yeah. I feel bad. <laughs> Dude, thank you for being an inspiration for yes. artists, for oh, us, yeah. for the people that, that follow you. Uh, you are uh, dedicated to the work that you're doing, and it's very cool to see. Thank you, man. Yeah, you truly it. are an inspiration. And, uh, you guys, too. I'm very inspired by you guys. I feel like. When I we're sitting in your your studio here, like you guys kind of moved to Joshua Tree on a whim a bit, and, we did, yeah. And you kind of like set up shop here, and you've been cranking away. You got new songs coming out, and you guys are always working, and you're always posting stuff on TikTok and YouTube and Instagram, and like I want to be around guys like you who are always doing stuff, and you guys uh, inspire me to keep working hard. So appreciate it. Thank well, you. Thanks man. for being part of our community, man. Yeah. This has been another episode of Finding Our Way.